Welcome back, everybody. This week you have me, it's Matthew. Um, welcome back to this episode of Our First Year. Um, this episode is going to be part of our series where we're trying to provide some context, definitions to some phrases in higher ed and our college that we use a lot, um, but we haven't really taken the time to define. Um, today, I'm really excited for this one. We're talking about what it means to be involved. Um, it's a phrase that we talk about a lot. Specifically, we talk about what great benefits that there are, but we recognize sometimes what that actually means in the experience of a student that can feel a little bit unknown. So we're hoping to make some space for that today. I have two fantastic guests with me. I'm going to um, let them introduce themselves. Christy, would you like to start? Absolutely. Hi, everyone. My name is Christy Beltran. My pronouns are she, her, hers, and I'm the Director of Student Organizations and Leadership. So happy to be here today talking a little bit more about what it means to get involved. And I have with me my colleague, Alan. Hello, my name is Alan Lucas. My pronouns are he, him. I am the coordinator of student organizations and likewise, super excited for this. Thank you both so much for being here. Selfishly, this is a great talk for me because y'all, we have great people here um, and you're just two wonderful colleagues. So thank you so much for spending some time with us. Um, Christy, I'd like to start with you. Could you just situate your work as student orgs um, and leadership in the college. Where is your work? Where is this benefit? Where is this involvement in relationship to the classroom? Talk a little bit about what what is being involved in student orgs and leadership. Definitely, this is my favorite thing to talk about. <laughs> so, of course, when you're coming to college, I think maybe the first thing on your mind is going to be what classes you're taking. Of course, the ultimate goal is to get your degree, but college is about so much more than just your academics, just what you learn in the class. It is a time for you to have new social experiences, learn more about your identity, just have new experiences within this community, at Columbia, within the city, and just like explore your interests in a whole new way. So we like to see and encourage students to spend their time in college outside of class really wisely to help, um, you know, of course, develop what you're learning in the classroom in their own unique way outside of the classroom, but also have fun, have new experiences, meet people, expand your horizons. And there are so many different ways to do that. And so, of course, we have like a lot of traditional ways to what we say is getting involved is like joining student organizations joining athletic groups, there's events happening all across campus. But as a student, and especially as a new student, you really get to kind of like choose your challenge on how you want to get involved and what that even looks like for you. So there's no one that's going to be requiring you to join anything or telling you that you have to go to specific, you know, meetings for, for groups. Everything's very much up to you and the kind of experience outside the classroom that you want to create for yourself. And so it's, it can be, you know, very complementary to your academics and to what you're learning in class and how you want to pursue your major. We have lots of opportunities to get involved in a way that is directly related to what you're learning. So we have groups that are about, um, you know, your, your major in different ways, like if you're into writing, uh, if you're into acting, if you're into dancing and you're studying those things, we have groups that can complement what you're learning in your classes. But also, if you're just interested in certain topics, like 
if you're interested in Dungeons and Dragons, if you're interested in anime, whatever it is, we also have groups that complement those things. And so it doesn't have to do with your classes, um, you know, directly, but it really has to do with de dedicating time in your life as a student to yourself and to your friends and to developing a community around shared interests that you can really lean on for so many things. Like these, getting involved provides you with a network of people to support you emotionally, socially, and professionally as well. Um, in your classes that you're taking, you're going to be potentially working with a lot of the same students within your department, whereas organizations and athletic teams and all these other opportunities for involvement introduce you to different students that may have different majors than you, have very different perspectives on what it means to be a creative, um, and can definitely lead to a professional network during your time at Columbia and after Columbia as well. So we like to see like the work that we do in student organizations and leadership as an opportunity to be very complementary to your academic experience, but also like really just what you want to make of it. And honestly, the core of everything we do is about building that like network of support and community and having a positive, fun experience outside of the classroom during your time here. Thank you for that. Um, Alan, I'd love if you could speak to, let's say a student sees a group that they want to be a part of. Um, could you talk through one where they're probably seeing that group, if there's a list, if there's a directory, um, and then what do they do? What are kind of the next steps once they once they find that group? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so to speak first in terms of like a list directory, um, so we house all of that online on the Engage portal. Um, so there's a list of all of the student organizations that we have on campus. Um, that's, I think, the best place to check it because that one updates in real time as we get new groups that are started throughout the year. Um, and then that allows students to join the group directly right there. Um, if you go into the, that group's page, um, there should be a button that says join group. And then that allows you to connect with them directly. And then their group page might have information on when their meetings are, um, any other like groups, social media accounts, things that they have where they can get more information, find more ways to connect directly. Um, I often also people will see our groups at events that they're hosting around campus. Um, and it'll be the kind of that same thing where they'll be, you know, putting on a big event that's kind of a one-time thing, but they'll be saying, you know, oh, you can come to our meetings or, or you can check us out on, on social media or on the Engage portal to learn more about what we're doing, to get involved, to join the group. Um, I think sometimes that process can on its own be intimidating to uh, see all of these groups just at first can be overwhelming and then especially to, to find a group to join a group. But I think it's always good to remember that um, you don't have to make any sort of like huge commitment. It's totally fine to just visit one meeting of a group and check it out and see how it goes. It's fine to get some friends together and say, oh, do you want to like stop into this and, and just check it out, see what it's like. Um, it's really nice because the groups here aren't expecting people to be experts in anything to really like come in with any sort of like expertise or knowledge. I think especially with the the groups that are tied to some of the programs that we have at the college. So things like the improv club, I've heard students be interested in going, but nervous because they say, oh, well, I haven't done improv before. I don't really know anything about it. Um, and then the feedback that we're hearing from the groups are is that they love when they get people who are brand new and they get the opportunity to show people the thing that they love so much to get to work together, to learn, to share those skills. Um, 
So really that is the energy that's there is that if anybody's got the same interest in the same thing that the, the group is interested in, that they want to bring those people in, they want to bring everybody together, want people to feel like they're welcome and they have a space where just students can gather and, and get to share skills, share knowledge, just talk and, and learn. Because all of these groups started because at some point, some student or group of students were just like, oh, it would be neat if there were a place for us to meet with other people that had this, the same interest or who wanted to do this thing or who were all on the same page about something. Um, so anybody who's coming in with that mindset, even if it's just, I don't really know what this is and kind of want to learn more about it, um, it can always be welcomed in and can just get the opportunity to try out a new group. Maybe you go once and you don't want to go again, and that's fine. Maybe you go once and you want to go to every meeting until you graduate, and that's also fine. Uh, but yeah, I think just taking that first step of finding the group's page and then just dropping by a meeting is a great way to start. Thank you for that. I think it's just really special to see people's shoulders physically drop after like showing up the second time, the third time. You can just see the stress start to come off. Um, but I appreciate that you named, you know, if that student org that you join isn't for you, there's more. Um, yeah. that one. So thank you for that. Um, I want to follow up, Christy. I was the student that Alan brought up who hearing the history that so many of our student orgs, all of our student orgs were started because students wanted them, that they created them. What does that look like right now? And so if a student is looking at the list of student orgs, doesn't quite see what they want, but has the passion to start a new org. Um, if you could speak to some maybe technical things of what they do, but also maybe like, how do we support that feeling of wanting to create something new? Oh, that is such a great question. And this is something that we do all the time is help support students with these new creative ideas on building groups, communities, organizations, teams, whatever it may be, um, and really supporting them through that process from start or wherever they're at to finishing creating the group. So I guess um, to just backtrack a little bit, thinking about like these, the in-person meetings or events where students can learn about what the groups are, who's a part of them. We really have like two key events that happen throughout each academic year at the beginning of each semester. So at the beginning of fall semester, we have new student convocation. And that's an event where we have tables with all of our different student groups at those tables, the leaders of those groups, meeting new students, getting, you know, connecting with them, sharing some insight into what they do in their group. And that can be really helpful for students to get a much, you know, clearer sense of, you know, what, who runs this group? What are some of their goals? How often do they meet? Things like that. And as Alan was mentioning earlier, that it can be pretty overwhelming. And sometimes there are definitely gaps in the types of groups that we have because everything is so student driven. So let's say you go to this event like convocation and in spring it's called block party. Um, that will be hosted this upcoming spring as well. Uh, you go to these events, you meet all these orgs, but you're like, wow, there's like there's no you know blank group. There's no acapella group right now. Something like that, that you have an idea for. Um, that doesn't currently exist on our campus, what do you do? So I guess the some of the logistical steps of that is that we have student groups, student leaders within our office and student organizations and leadership that help support new students with these ideas. And one of the groups is called Student Organization Council, and that's made up of three executive board student leaders, 
um, who support all of the whole umbrella of recognized organizations. And we also have the Student Athletic Association, which does the same thing for all of our athletic teams. And what those little groups of student leaders do, they're the ones that you go to first with these ideas and questions. Hey, I have a new idea for this type of group or team. And they are fully prepared and they're for you and for your help in supporting making this new group. And so right now, all of the contact information for both Student Organization Council, which we call SOC, and Student Athletic Association, which we call SAA, all of that's on our website, and it's also on the Engage portal, the contact information for the students that run those groups. You can, one route into starting a new group is just by emailing the president of either SOC or SAA and saying, hey, my name is Christy. I would love to start an acapella group. How do I do that? And they will respond and help support you. So usually that's a meeting in person or over Zoom in the student center where they get a little bit better sense of like, okay, what are your goals of this group? Um, you know, how often do you want to meet? What, how can we support you in making these things happen? And they start to get a better sense at what that student's idea is. And that's honestly at the core of all we do is that that student that has an idea is supported in having their vision of this group fulfilled. So there's no one that's going to be necessarily telling them, well, you need to do auditions the first week of the semester, and you need to have this many members of your group to be recognized. You do need about five students at a minimum to be a recognized group. But besides that, the students that have these ideas and have these like dreams of this type of community can be supported in, in that route and whatever route they want to go in. And so um, with that, with starting a new group, besides needing five, at least five members, um, three of them which want a leadership role, which we could talk a little bit more about too, what that means. Um, you need to go through a training with our student leaders, or student organization council or student athletic association. And once you're a recognized group on campus, you get access to a budget and you can use that budget to support whatever your needs of your group are. So if you want to use that budget for you know, supplies or materials for your group, that's okay. If you want to use it for food at your events, we can help you with that. Um, so that's really like the kinds of funding that you're able to just make your, your group thrive. And then you also just get a lot of other resources, like we help you book spaces on campus. Um, we can help you with marketing materials. And at, then, of course, another uh, aspect of the support we give is that once you're part of this, once you are a recognized organization, you become part of this community of all these other student leaders that are also recognized organizations. And then you can do collaborations. We have, you know, monthly meetings as uh, like a representative from each group that comes to the meeting and talks about what's going on in their groups, how they can support each other, what collaborations that they want to do in the future. Um, you know, you get invited to have Wiccan Week events, manifest events, all sorts of involvement in our larger campus-wide traditions as well. And those are all things that are possible just with you having this idea of, I want to start this new group on campus. And so there's a whole support uh, system around that for you, no matter what stage you are in your planning process of what this group looks like for you. I briefly wanted to jump in to invite you to fill out a listener survey. Our first year was made by and for students to address topics that students see as potential barriers, concerns, or intentional joyous moments to get from our first year to graduation. Go to bit.ly slash OFY thoughts. That's bit.ly slash 
O-F-Y-T-H-O-U-G-H-T-S to fill out our survey. As a thank you, you'll be entered into a raffle every semester. Thank you, and now back to the episode. I also want to say that this is a massive leadership opportunity for you if you have this idea. And it can that can also look like whatever you want it to look like, but all these groups are run by student leaders who are volunteering their time and energy and passion to make this experience happen for themselves and their peers. And there's a lot of there's a lot that goes into that. And it is definitely a commitment that you're making for this, you know, new group and experience that you're creating. But there's so much support around it and opportunities for leadership development, opportunities to, of course, develop yourself professionally. You're going to be learning mentorship skills, leadership skills, communication skills. Uh, you'll be, you know, working with other groups and faculty and staff advisors, um, which every group is required to have as well. So you get to learn how to communicate with, you know, not only your peers, but how to work well with a, a faculty or a staff member at the college. There's so many skills you can learn by starting a new group, and we are always encouraging it. Um, we open these conversations on a rolling basis, so it doesn't have to be the beginning of the semester for you to have an interest or reach out about this. It could be any time in the semester. We are here to support you. Alan and I included, as well as the other staff within student organizations and leadership, um, this is our job to help make these groups happen for you. Thank you. It was it was really special to hear just how powerful leaning into what you're curious about can be. This curiosity of wanting to create something or some sort of space and it turning to the possibility of this like beautiful established student org is, is a very special thing. Um, thank you for that. Um, Alan, my last question for us today to kind of bring us home. Um, could you maybe share a highlight that students often say that they love about being involved on campus? And then maybe something that they say that feels either hard or a learning curve, or maybe just like a caution as students tend to really jump into this work. Yeah, um, I think a highlight that we hear a lot is just students loving the kinds of experiences they're getting to have. Um, students who are, who are leaders in these student organizations who are working in our office, like the members of the SOC board and the SAA board. Um, these students are, are just getting opportunities to get to plan events, to get to lead groups, to get to put together kind of a structure for how they want to see these things go. Um, and really are in the driver's seat for our student organizations. Uh, we try to, as much as possible, not have it be a thing where it's like, okay, here's the staff member coming in to tell you, here's what you're gonna do, and you're gonna do it on this day and at this time, and you can pick what color the napkins are, I guess. We, we want students to like, from the very top to the very bottom, be able to pick all, all of what they want that group to look like, what they want events to look like, what they want meetings to look like. Um, and for, for some of our groups, that's, Oh, we want to put on a huge large scale event that's like a networking opportunity for students and and connects with the the city and the community and does all these has all these moving parts and they really love getting to take on that challenge and to get to create that sort of big large scale event in an opportunity that they maybe otherwise wouldn't and we have some student groups where they're like we want to just work on creating a really nice cozy space we've got a couple students that come every week and we want them to feel welcomed and at home here um and i think that's also really, really important. Um, and both of those are skills that 
you then take after graduation and then can apply into the real world. I mean, I came from being in those kind of positions when I was a student and now feel like there's so much that I learned and could take away. And even in the times when I made mistakes or was in way over my head and didn't know what was going on, um, there were people who had my back and who were supporting me. And I got to learn from that too. Um, and I feel so fortunate that I was able to kind of make those mistakes in an environment where it was like, oh, okay, but you've got a, you've got a team working with you and everyone's supporting you. Um, and so we try to consistently offer that so that students have that room to grow. And then um, if they ever need a helping hand, we're always right there behind them. Um, I think some some challenges that sometimes we hear, especially students that are very involved, um, is always just time management. Um, it can be difficult for students already going to classes and having homework and projects and assignments, um, independent things outside of that, just you know, having to live life and <laughs> take care of yourself is already a, a huge big piece of the schedule, getting enough sleep. And then on top of that, having these, these uh, involvement opportunities, different events, meetings, all sorts of things. Um, we never want students to not be able to do the things that they want to do. Um, but sometimes we have students who uh, come to us and say, ah, I wish I had, you know, built out a little bit more time in my schedule, or I, I underestimated, you know, how important it was to just have time for me to just sit at home and play video games for an hour or two. Um, so I think being able to find that balance can sometimes be a little bit tricky. Um, and I think it's just important to be able to, to be honest with yourself and be honest with the people around you. And if you find, you know, Hey, I think I can take on a little bit more. I think that I want to be more involved. That's awesome. And we'll support you. And if you do that and you find, Hey, you know what, I'm, I'm in a little bit too deep, or I have a class that's taking more time than I thought I would need to, or I've had something else come up in my personal life. I need to take a step back. Um, the, the best thing that we could ask for is just that that you know everyone's honest with themselves and and respects their own needs um, and is able to kind of build out that space. It's kind of what's been really nice about seeing these student groups continue to grow and evolve is that there are so many different students working together towards a common goal that if someone needs a minute, needs to to take a day to themselves and and just has to have a little bit of that time back, there are other people who are there supporting. We're saying, you know what? Yeah, we want to support you. We'll take this on. We'll take that. Um, everyone's kind of all working together. So I think that that can kind of become some of the balancing act, but we see students go through it and come out of it with all these super positive experiences and very grateful that they got that opportunity. So for any student that wants it, our office is working really hard to make sure that that opportunity is there. Thank you both so much. Um, in the peer support, program, something that we really sit with all the time is how, what peer support means. Um, I think a value that we hold at our college very deeply is that we need to be together to really do the work that we've set out to do. Um, and we recognize that that is not an easy thing. Um, those spaces need to be intentionally created. And I'm really grateful to have this talk with you all today for folks who've literally made it their careers um, to help support spaces like this. Um, so thank you both. Um, thank you all so much for listening. Um, I hope you learned a little bit something. Um, reach out with any sort of feedback you have, any support that we can um, offer you. But until next time, we'll see you around. Bye everybody. Bye. Bye.